All right. Um, in this section, I wanted to talk a little bit about working with architects and designers. And maybe you have uh, some ideas yourself of how you want to handle your remodel project, uh, which is great. Uh, that obviously helps everybody in the process. Uh, but just, I just wanted to share some stuff that I've learned throughout the years, both having very uh, happy and and exciting projects working with architects and some that were absolutely terrible. And then some that were for people that had hired just a home designer that had no architectural licensing but was still classified as a home designer beautiful projects those people knew their stuff there was no difference between what they knew and what some of the smartest architects i know knew so i'm just letting you know that uh sometimes you could do it in tandem you could be looking for your contractor and your architect simultaneously if it's a big enough project where you're really going to make some significant changes to not only the inside, but maybe the exterior. I think that when you start looking at the outside of your house, I, I call it a box and it means no offense, but that's how I kind of think of it. When you start looking at the outside of the box, the wrapping on the box, that to me needs, needs the eye of a designer or an architect. The stuff inside most residences, uh, the occupants inside know better how they would like to use that space than the architect you might hire. So just because they call themselves a space expert or a, uh, a redesign expert or they'll change the layout of your whole plan or your whole house to, to meet your needs, just be aware that sometimes you're gonna know more about what you need than they will. So just be aware that like hiring a contract, and I'm not an architect, I don't claim to be, don't, we did uh, design build work at our firm and that helped, that was kind of my th third option to you is the contractor themselves might provide the drawing services and those are called design build firms. So like for me, for our company, I would go out, we would talk about their needs and concerns in the house, what they wanted to accomplish, their looks, their styles. They would show me pictures and slides and video, you know, whatever it took to, to sell me their vision. And then I would wrap my head around that and then I'd go back to the computer and start designing a plan and then we would refine the plan. That was the design side of the service and then we would provide the build side. So that's why they call it design build. So it's the one company meshing those two services together. Kind of saves you money in the long run. Some people like the separation, kind of like, you know, you take care of this over here and they take care of this over here. So it's, it's up to you as the homeowner, but I'm just saying that all of the ways work. It doesn't really matter. Um, just You just have to be aware of expressing your needs very specifically about color, style, mood, emotion, um, the look of things. And, and we all know that those, those fads go in and out, right? I remember where I grew up, uh, the colors in our house were these stupid, what was it harvest gold and avocado green, those appliances, that, that phase of those appliances, it's going to keep happening. Those cycles will keep going up and down throughout, you know, home building, it's essentially. Um, but it's all up to you, your taste. Don't worry about what the architect or the designer's taste is. Oh, I love your taste. Oh, it's so pretty. 
you're the one who has to enjoy the space. You're the one who has to stand in it, walk in it, touch it, feel it, smell it, uh, invite people into it to see it, uh, etc. So make sure it represents you. And by you, I mean all of you, your whole family, you as a couple, etc. So that it is true to your vision and you're not just putting somebody's stamp on your project. I see that happen occasionally. It's kind of sad to watch, but it does happen. Uh, but just want to bring you aware, make you aware of that. So when you're seeking out a designer architect, obviously look for their credentials. Look at their past portfolios. They all put their stuff online. That's a good way to get a sense of what they can do. But sometimes when you ask the story about, oh, I loved your remodel over in such and such, they'll tell you, oh, that was the, the, the lady of the house, her idea. So sometimes even though it looks pretty as a picture on their portfolio, it may or may not have been their idea. They just brought it to fruition. So just be careful. And that's, for designers and architects, that's a, really an area where I would ask for references from friends and family because it's a very intimate relationship. It's, it's the same but different as the contract relationship, but it's a little bit more uh, on the other side of the brain. It's more on the creative think about things and mood and color and shape and form and texture and and that type of thing versus utility and practicality and serviceability and engineering and efficiency, which can be the other side of the brain. So you need to kind of mesh those two together or your architect and your builder will, will bring those two pieces together in your project. But it, it'll take both of those thought processes to get you through a successful remodel. So just wanted to kind of uh, make sure you don't neglect that. Even if it's a small remodel and, you, and you're just doing some feedback from your friend, hey, what do you think about this for our, our bathroom and that little bathroom down the hallway? Uh, terrible choice. Don't do, you know, whatever that feedback is, just put it in your data banks and process it and make sure you're getting good feedback and, and it's not you're just looking at it blindly or designing for today and not thinking about tomorrow is another problem I always see happen is they just had to have that thing, right? You know, fill in the blank. Uh, but five years later, no one wanted it. New owner comes in, they just want to rip it out. Uh, Roman tubs, you know, big, big ass shower stalls, you know, barn doors, all that kind of stuff just comes and goes. So try to find stuff that, uh, especially if you're on a tight budget, stay simplistic in your design, but think think longer term. Like, okay, if I do this to this wall and I switch this around and I make this doorway happen over here, down the road I can then change that to a closet and make that a walk-in, you know, whatever, in a pantry. And, and so when you start a remodel project, also think about the one after that. What's going to happen after that? And that, too, plays into architecture, design work, and the plans, and how the builder builds. I'll give you an example. One time we did a, an addition for a couple, but they wanted the, the flexibility in the wall systems to, to, to go out again should they want to expand one more time. And so we built in big headers into these walls that you would never see because it was just a drywall, flat wall. But we knew and we mapped it all out and they knew right where to punch through or to build that big French door, that window, what have you. They didn't want to do it right now, but we planned for it. And it was very easy to do within that wall at that point in time. So if you think about those things too, make sure they get incorporated into plans. You might get little weird looks 
uh, at the planning department, but as soon as you explain it, they'll go, oh yeah, no problem. Um, so think about that stuff. Talk to your designer, your architect. Make sure you're crystal clear and you're, you're both, if you're a two-headed family, you're both sharing ideas and you're, that's, that's a juggling act for the designer. They're having to wrestle perhaps with two different he likes, she likes things. So try to resolve that before you go into these meetings with an architect because it'll help you in the long run. Or, or know that you're going to get a bill for some psychiatry sessions along with your design bill. But anyway, uh, good luck with that. I just wanted to kind of point out some stuff to you and, and prepare you for that. It might not be needed uh, to have an architect involved. Depends upon the scope and what you're trying to achieve. Uh, a home designer is a very good option or a design build firm is, is the other third great option. So good luck with that and we'll see you on the next chapter. See ya.